Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome to the Friday Faith Follow-Up. As we are wrapping up our series on the foundations of a healthy and holy Christian family, as well, of course, as the foundations, the pillars of this podcast, because it is our goal on the Love Your People Well podcast to help you build and strengthen and deepen healthy, holy, and happy family relationships. That's what this is all about. And so this week in episode 94, we looked at the um, foundational pillar of loving others well. What does that mean for friendship and hospitality and loving your neighbors and all of those sorts of relationships. And so today, I just want to hop in with a few resources from Love Your People Well, or well, mostly, at least resources I recommend and or have developed (laughs) to help you love others well. Now, you can always find all of the resources on the website. Just visit loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources. Or if you want to jump straight to the free stuff, forward slash free, you can go straight there. Um, I always have a ton more ideas in my head than I have time currently to actually develop. So um, there's probably new stuff popping up there all the time, um, especially in the Etsy shop, because those are like the smaller practical, like it's only a few pages and only a few bucks. Um, So definitely there's new stuff popping up in the Etsy shop all the time. So anyway, you can find all the stuff straight on the website, but the ones that specifically speak to loving others, people not necessarily living in the house with you, sharing meals with you every day, seeing you when you wake up in the morning and you haven't had your coffee, all of those other people who we still want to love well. The first resource that I always recommend people start with, I really, I would say this is the priority and it's totally free, is to get connected with a great local church. Specifically, a local church that is Bible preaching, gospel preaching, and that has a good community. They may or may not have every single program that you love. They may or may not have the worship music that really lights you up, but you know, the worship time, the music time, that's for God. That's not for us. (laughs) Finding a church that is preaching the gospel week in and week out and living out the gospel in a community of people who are not perfect, but who try to love each other, to care for each other, to live life well together. That is far and away the best place to build healthy Christian relationships and to bless your family. I mean, every pillar of life, loving God well, loving your kids well, loving your husband well, loving yourself well, all of that is going to be a lot easier and enhanced if you are plugged in at a great local church. So if you are not yet plugged in, I mean, you can do some great research online these days and read about the statement of faith of different churches, probably watch some sermons online, see what their calendar looks like. Do they really plan events that speak into their mission and their priority as a church? 
but that is far and away the number one resource. Get plugged in with a local church. But there are a few other resources that I want to highlight for you. And the next one I would highlight is a devotional workbook that I've developed through Love Your People Well called Finding Your Identity in Christ. Because if you are not centered in your relationship with the Lord, relationships outside of that, relationships with your neighbors and your coworkers and your friends and your pastor and your Bible study group and everybody else, they're never going to be as rich and as deep and as life-giving as you want them to be. Partly because we often start to look for our identity from how other people are looking at us, thinking about us, talking about us, interacting with us. We don't need to do that. Friend, your identity comes from Christ, regardless of how anyone else may or may not treat you, talk about you, talk to you, any of that. But also because as we deepen our understanding of our identity in Christ, we start to look at other people more in line with how Christ looks at them. We start to experience a greater sense of generosity, a greater desire for hospitality. We want to love people the way that Christ loves them because we have experienced more richly what it is like to be loved by Christ and find our identity in him. So if you ever feel like, you know, I'm just kind of struggling with that question of like, who am I? What does it really mean to be a Christian? The devotional workbook, Finding Your Identity in Christ, is a great place to start because it's it's short and sweet and simple. There's eight foundational truths coming straight from scripture. It is all about getting you in the word and then reflecting on some helpful questions about understanding what God says in his word and applying it to your life and your relationship with the Lord. And all these links, again, they're on the website. <laughs> they're in the show notes. Um, there specifically is a web, is a page on the website for all of the devotionals that we offer. So loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash devotionals, and you'll find them all right there. And we also have a um, free resource that I want to highlight here, the Conflict Resolution Checklist. And I know I've mentioned this resource with some of the other pillars that we've talked about, um, but conflict it's just a part of life. It's a part of relationships. You're going to have conflict with your friends. You're going to have conflict with your neighbors. You're going to have conflict with the people that you're sitting next to in church. And hopefully that conflict can be handled well, can be handled biblically, but it can be a struggle. And so the 10 point conflict resolution checklist can be a really helpful free resource uh, just head to loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash conflict. You can download it. It is a simple PDF that is is very straightforward and is designed so that when you're noticing, gosh, my emotions are getting high. I'm frustrated with this person. I find myself tempted to gossip about this person or complain about this person or yell at this person or avoid this person. You can pull out that checklist and just walk through the steps. And it would be particularly helpful with friendships. If you have a friend who is willing to walk through it with you, it'll be a lot easier to use. Um, but following those steps for changing what the conversation looks like to move away from conflict and toward resolution and peace, um, getting back on the same page together, that could be a really helpful resource to help you love others well. 
then I have two more, my friends, that I want to highlight. The next is uh, really both of these are more about your schedule uh, because that is a problem. I mean, that's a problem for me. I have so many friends and like Bible studies, different volunteer things, all sorts of things that I want to do more of. I want to have friends over for dinner. I want to do more activities at church. And it's just hard because life is busy. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. And I have no doubt your life is probably just as busy as mine, if not busier than mine. And so having some resources to help you kind of keep track of everything and not lose that priority of hospitality, of friendship, of having these relationships in your life, having resources for that can be really helpful. So two of their, the two that I personally enjoy the most, first is the Hope Planner. If you've listened to this podcast before, I've mentioned it before because I love my Hope Planner, my friends. <laughs> Again, you can find the link on the website. Um, I actually am just about to switch to their daily format. They have a weekly format and a daily format. And it's probably like embarrassing how excited I am to start with the daily format. <laughs> but I like a planner. I like visual. I like lists. Like that's just my personality. But I love the Hope Planner because it is structured in a way to week by week, day by day, get you in God's word, focusing on what are his priorities what am I praying about? What's going on in my life right now where the Lord is working? And then from there, you can fill out your schedule, your to-do list. You can kind of put all of that in there from that foundation of what are the actual priorities, not necessarily what's on the schedule this week. Sometimes that really helps me clarify, okay, I thought this was a priority on my to-do list, but it's really not because it's not going to help me love my kids or myself or others. And so when I think about things like hospitality or friendship or um, even Bible study things at church, it's really helpful for me to put that in, to consider how is this a priority in the bigger picture of what God wants for my life, my relationships. That really helps me then to clarify where do these things pop up actually during the week. And yes, like I'm a part of community Bible study. It's a weekly group, a weekly Bible study at my church here in the community. Okay, that's already on my schedule. I know every week I have this commitment and hopefully the kids will cooperate and we will make it on time. And you know, if we don't, we don't. But but I don't necessarily have it built in of like, oh, I want to have people over for dinner. Oh, I want to call that friend and encourage them or follow up on that prayer request. I know myself, I'm going to forget those things, not because they're not important to me, but because I'm busy and I'm a visual person. And so if I see it written down, I am a lot more likely to actually do it. And the Hope Planner helps me to do just that, to actually jot down, find a way to make these things happen. So I would totally recommend the Hope Planner, um, especially if you don't already have a written planner, because it it's really helpful and I love it. But the final resource I'll highlight, um, again, in that line of planners, maybe because I love <laughs> written planners, I do use my Google Calendar, but that's kind of like a backup so that it pops up on my phone. Oh yeah, reminder, you have an appointment. Um, but seeing something written down every morning is so helpful for me. And so I use the Hope Planner, but I have also developed some simpler and definitely cheaper um, 
like one page planners for moms and for kids that I'm selling in the Love Your People Well Etsy shop. And so there's a few different varieties there. Uh, weekly planners, daily planners, there are like prayer journals and Bible reading journals, which kind of fall in line with that, but don't necessarily include like your to-do list and your schedule. Um, So if you're looking for something really simple that you can just like print out at home, hang it on your wall or stick it in a binder, um, that would be a great place to look. And again, all the links, they're online, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash resources. Um, You can find the link to the Etsy shop, the link to the Hope Planner, the link to the devotionals and the free resources and all sorts of things. But friends, I just wanted to hop on and share those resources with you um, because I think they're helpful and they may or may not connect with you and where you are at right now in your life. But wherever you are at, it is God's priority for us to love our friends, to have friendships, for us to love our pastor and the ladies in our Bible study and our next door neighbors and our coworkers and all of these people, God was not surprised when your next door neighbor moved in. He has placed you exactly where you are for a purpose. And a big part of that purpose, I believe, is relationships. So whether these resources help you or you have other kind of systems in place, the top priority here is love others, my friends. And so as we wrap up this series through the month of August on our foundational pillars, I'm going to close us with a word of prayer and then we will be back. I know technically if you're listening to this live, it's already September, but you know, we're wrapping up the week with our Friday faith follow-up, but we will be back next week, um, kind of off of the monthly, uh, themes that we've been doing and just back to good old episodes. If you have particular topics you want me to cover, um, just send me an email or an Instagram message or something like that, because I would love to prioritize the topics that are most helpful for you. But let's close out with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for our families and we thank you for our neighbors and we thank you for our church, churches, whatever local church we're part of. Lord, I pray that each of us listening right now to this podcast episode, I pray that you will help us to have clarity in our priorities, to prioritize a relationship with you, to take care of ourselves and not not fall into the, the lie, the temptation to believe that we don't really matter as much as other people, or it's not really that valuable or meaningful or worthwhile to take time for ourselves. Lord, that is not true. And I pray that our thoughts will be filled with truth and filled with goodness and filled with grace. Help us to love you, to love ourselves, to love our families, and to love others, Lord, even when things are busy. When we get stressed, Lord, may we take that to you. When we have conflict, Lord, may we lay that before you. Give us eyes to to look at other people, whether they're sleeping next to us, it's our husband, or they're around the kitchen table with us, or we just see them across the room at church or in the grocery store. Every person we interact with, Lord, I pray that you will give us eyes to see them a little more like Christ sees them. May love and grace and peace fill every relationship in our lives. And may we live each day, Lord, for your glory. And I pray all of this trusting in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Friends, that is all we have for today. 
Again, all these resources, they're on the website, loveyourpeoplewell.com. And if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, uh, hit that button right now because that way you don't have to think about it. It just pops right up in your library every week, every Tuesday, every Friday. And if you haven't yet left a written review for the podcast, that would be so encouraging to me. That's a great way to love me well. (laughs) Leave a little written review. Super quick. Does not need to take a ton of time. Um, but it is an encouragement and a help to me and it helps the podcast grow. That's just how the algorithms work. It gets more eyeballs on the podcast so that other Christian moms can say, oh, I would like some healthy, happy, holy family relationships too. (laughs) So, uh, just a few ideas there as we wrap up, but we will be back next week with episode 95 of the Love Your People Well podcast. Until then, hugs and blessings to you. I'll talk to you soon.